Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Thursday, September 8th. 2022 and the nfl is back baby it's back tonight we got the rams versus the bills today's podcast is presented as always by the parian lawyers nobody wakes up thinking man i hope i hire a lawyer today but hey life happens don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards we have a top-notch law firm right here in west georgia the parian lawyers with offices in carrollton and bremen personal injury workman's comp and everything in between find them at callcadenow.com that's c-a-l-l-c-a-d-e-n-o-w.com local lawyers catchy slogans a few billboards big results billy like previously mentioned the nfl kicks off tonight with the rams and the bills oh my goodness i can't think of a better game to kick off the nfl season this year it's it's really good game you know when you have the number one and number two team arguably in the power rankings or however they see it that's really good freaking game so i'm pumped about it Yeah, Dan Zooks yesterday came out with his power rankings for the NFL, and the Rams and the Bills are one and two. I think the Bills were one. I think he had the Bills at one and the Rams at two. Uh, But yeah, these these guys are the betting favorite on a lot of sites to be Super Bowl uh, uh, contenders. You know, Rams won it last year. They are, I believe they have the second best odds right now to win it this year. Bills have the best. Right now, the Rams, defending Super Bowl champions, they open up at home, Billy. They yeah. are a two and a half dog to a road Bills team. Wow. Wow. Right? right? That shocked me when I heard that yesterday. So so let me get this straight. Most betting lines, especially in the NFL, they give you three points at home, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if they're giving the Bills two and a half on the road that means that they're basically saying that the bills are five and a half point favorites in my yeah at a neutral field that'd be a five and a half point swing right there yeah that's nuts wow i I would expect that to to move possibly um but yeah so so the bills are the favorite the betting favorite right now to win the super bowl at plus 600 uh rams are fourth right now with a plus 1100 so but yeah rams defending super bowl champions at home uh, two and a half point, two and a half point dog tonight. So I'm excited about that, man. I, I'm pumped. The NFL is back. I will watch every second of that game. Um, we will be recording track talk tonight and dropping that tomorrow. So uh, it'll be on mute for a while while we do that. Um, but also today, Billy, is National Star Trek Day. Are you a Star Trek fan? Um, not really. I'm not like I'm much more of a Star Wars fan than I am Star Trek. Um, some of those newer Star Trek movies, I'm fans of more than the older ones and especially better than the series so i i mean yeah i have never seen a single second of anything star trek (laughs) the movies the tv shows i i know i have been to the movies when i was a little kid because my mom and grandmother were big trek fans uh but i i don't remember them i can't tell you what happened in them uh, so yeah, I'm. I don't dislike Star Trek. I am just not a Star Trek fan, as it were. 
uh, I just never have sort of gotten around to to watching it. So yeah, today's National Star Trek Day. Uh, congratulations to all the Trekkies out there. Billy Braves beat the A's last night, seven to three, sweep the Oakland A's in a two-game series. Grissom and Harris both with RBI, two RBIs last night apiece. Acuna, Swanson, and Ozuna all three with RBIs. Spencer Strider just continues to do Spencer Strider things. Six innings pitched, two earned runs, and nine Ks. He's winning Rookie of the Year, right? I don't know if it's him or Harris, but one of the two are. Um, and it's it's very very apparent that one of the two one of the two Braves are winning Rookie of the Year again. Um, the other thing about yesterday was I don't know if you saw this Bryce or if you saw the beginning of this game Harris had a horrific first inning and when I say horrific he gave up two runs and I probably say he pitched I want to say close to 40 pitches in the first inning Ooh, yeah and he had 50 pitches done by the second inning which is not a good start and he still was able to go out another four innings past that. So Strider settled down and did did good things. So I was so impressed with what he did. And right now, Strider, oh, Strider is the overwhelming favorite to win the National League Rookie of the Year. He is a minus 600 right now on FanDuel. Uh, and Michael Harris is a plus 390. So wow. there, yeah, and the third place guy right now, is a plus 15,000 Edward Cabrera. So it's certainly between Strider and Harris. And yeah, Strider right now at a minus 600. Michael Harris at a plus 390. Billy, something else that kind of surprises me, just looking at betting lines here for superlatives uh, in the MLB. I think it's a foregone conclusion that Sandy Alcantara is going to win the AL or the NL Cy Young. I don't, I'd be pretty shocked. Yeah, I'd be pretty shocked if anybody else did. That kid is amazing. Uh, Max Freed right now is in second for the betting to to win the NL Cy Young at plus nine hundred. That uh, that surprised me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I I don't, I don't know if like we could free could be there. Um, Kyle Wright could be there this year. Um, I mean, Kyle Wright almost is he still in the lead for most wins? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Either he's in the major. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just uh, not just in the NL. Yeah, 17 wins. He's still first uh, per ESPN, at least. Uh, he is still first, 17 wins. Yeah, I mean, he's our our pitching has been really, really good this year, and I'm so so pumped about it. And hopefully, we'll be able to keep this core together for a while. Yeah, we've we've been spoiled with the young production and the pitching and everything we've had this year. It's a uh, it's nice to see after everybody said we traded the farm away to get Matt Olson. It uh, doesn't seem to to be the case. Right now, the Braves are the fourth favorite to win the World Series again at plus 900. So I take those odds. I take those odds right now. I, I said I said maybe a month ago that the Braves weren't a World Series winning team yet. Uh, I think they're coming around to it. I think everything is falling into form right when you want it to be, honestly. Right at the end of the season, I think everybody's everybody's uh, reaching their stride and hitting in form. Mets won both games yesterday, unfortunately, versus the Buccos. Uh, we're a half game back, but nothing we could have done about that. We took care of business last night. Mets took care of business uh, last night as well. And I believe, do we have another off day today, Billy? Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. So another off game and or another off day, and then we start a weekend series 
with the Mariners, who are playing pretty decent ball, I believe, right now. I think they're uh, they are in the wild card. They're 11 back of Houston in the division, but they are in the wild card. So need a good showing there. Do you know who the Mets have this weekend? The Marlins. Ooh, yeah. Dang it. Do they get Al- Alcantara? Let's see if they get Alcantara here on the uh, – that is – how do they miss him? Daggum, <laughs> they miss Alcantara. Huh. Oh, well. Hey, Billy, I got some over-unders for you. Uh, like we said, okay. the, NFL, the NFL season starts off tonight. Falcons don't start. They have, Falcons have a Monday night game, right? Or no, they have a Sunday nope. game. No, they, they have, have a Sunday, Sunday game, game against the uh, against the, the Saints. So we did the we did the Braves over-under, and once we get to the end of the season, we'll update y'all on the Braves over-under and how we did. Falcons season's about to start. Let's hit with some Falcons over-unders for you. Desmond Ritter starts four and a half over-under. Where's the second? What week is the second Carolina game for us? What I believe that is eight. I can tell you here in a second, though. I believe that is uh, week eight. Let's see. Second Carolina game. It is week ten. So how, when's our bye? I forgot. So if he starts that second Carolina game, that will be eight starts that he has under his belt. Yeah. Your bye week is in week 14. Then I'm taking over. Taking I, over. I think, I, I think he comes in that week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I am also going to take the over. I think um, I think Desmond Ritter certainly gets more than four and a half starts. Uh, Kyle Pitts, Tuds, six and a half, over, under. Under. Yeah, I'm going under too. I'd like to be over. Because uh, I like, Me too. I, lo- I love Kyle Pitts. I think he's a fantastic weapon. Um, but right now he is, uh, you know, C- Cordero Patterson is a is something nice, but Drake London is still a rookie. So Kyle Pitts is really your only downfield threat at the moment. Speaking of Drake London, the rookie, Drake London receiving yards nine hundred and fifty over under. Under. Okay, you're gonna go under. I'm gonna go over on this one. Okay. I think I think Drake London has a massive year this year. And I think I think Drake London goes over the century mark for reception or for receiving yards uh, for the for the Falcons. Cordero Patterson total yards from scrimmage seven hundred. I'm taking the over here. Okay, you, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under on this one. Uh, I think he will not be able to get close to the reproduction that he had or the production he had last year. Um, and I think he's going to struggle to reproduce the magic. He had last year just because defenses are going to know, I don't know, exactly what he's going to try to do. I'm going to go under on that one. Team total sacks, 13 and a half. I have to say over here because last year we only had, what, 18? Um, and we were like last in, or close to last in the NFL. So I'm going to take the over here. I really think that we're going to have over 13 and a half sacks. Yeah, I'm going over as well. I, I think y'all should definitely have over 13 and a half sacks. I don't know why that number was so low. I was kind of shocked at that. Uh, wins totals, five and a half. We're going to look into probably six or seven. I think we're going to get this. I think it's going to be over. I, I've said this all along. I'm not a Falcons yeah. fan, but I think people are vastly underrating the Falcons. Um, I, I don't think they're going to sniff the playoffs, but I think they're going to be a lot better than than teams think i am also gonna go over so just to recap that uh ritter four and a half starts billy has over i have over pitts tuds six and a half uh billy has under i have under drake london receiving yards 950 billy has under i have over cordero patterson total yards 
700. Billy has over. I have under. Team total sacks, 13 and a half. Billy and myself both have the over. Wins total, five and a half. Billy and I both have the over. Yep. All right, boom. I'll save those, and we will revisit those about halfway through the NFL season, and we will also revisit the Braves ones we did uh, when the regular season is over before we go to the playoffs and beat everybody. Billy, I, I saw something the other day, or I read something the other day that, that kind of got me thinking. Are we living through the golden age of sports athletes in the past 15 to 20 years? Um, and I, I came up with a list. I wrote down all sort of the big leagues that are going on right now and the goats that are playing in them. In the NBA, you have LeBron. He's arguably a goat. Uh, top five, definitely. Um, probably, arguably, top three, top two. I know a lot of people have LeBron as the greatest basketball player of all time. So we, we are currently in the presence of a goat in the NBA. Uh, in the NFL, we have Tom Brady, who is, you can't argue that he's not the goat. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. What, I don't, I don't know, 35 Super Bowls, however many it is now. Um, so in the NFL, we have a goat. The MLB was the one that I sort of had a question on. Pujols, Kershaw, I, I think those players are good, but are they goats? I don't think they are. Yeah, it's it's hard to say we're living in the golden age. Um, and the only reason I say that is because if you go back, let's just say you go back 30 years, um, you know, at 30 years ago, you're still kind of sitting in a pretty decent age of of athletes. Like if you really, truly think about it, um, it's just it's just how you perceive it. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. You know, Tom Brady was is is great. He undeniably. LeBron is great, undeniably. Thirty years ago, you still had MJ. Thirty years ago, you still had Marino, who was unstoppable. Well, Marino, Marino doesn't sniff Brady's jock. Okay, but it may not. But if you if you truly think about it, like people thought that Marino was just outstanding 30 years ago it's just it's hard to say we're living in the golden age we're living in the golden age because we have a ton of information and we're seeing the past the way we are i mean who says that you know 30 years from now we're not going to have somebody that's 10 times better than brady oh it might be but you can't say that we're not living in the golden age because something in the future might be the golden age because it hasn't happened yet I mean, this is all taking into account stuff that's happened before. I, I mean, like I said, LeBron, arguably a GOAT. Brady, definitely a GOAT. MLB, I couldn't come up with one. Pujols and Kershaw are good. NHL, uh, Crosby and Ovechkin, like, they're they're good players, but the great one is the great one. And nobody will be... 30 years ago. Yeah, no, nobody will be... That was more than that. Wasn't he in the 80s? Late 80s, 90s, yeah. He was in the 90s. For some reason, I thought that was like Alder in the 80s. And, and then in the boxing, you have Tyson Fury, who's the greatest boxer of all time, the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time. Uh, tennis, you have Federer, Rafa, and Joker, who are undeniably the greatest tennis player of all players of all time. The Williams golf, for sure. Yeah. And, well, eh, Serena's still playing. Um, golf, you have Tiger, who is on most people's list the greatest golfer of all time on some people's list the second greatest golfer of all time in my opinion he is the absolute 
no no doubt about it, GOAT. And in F1, you have Lewis Hamilton. You throw NASCAR in there with Jimmy Johnson. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Are we living in a, a golden sports age? I mean, and all of these guys are close to retiring. When when LeBron retires, who's who's the next GOAT that steps up in the NBA? When, they, when, when Brady retires, who's the next GOAT that steps up in, in the NFL? Same with tennis. There's nobody behind him. Golf, there's nobody behind him. Uh, F1 has somebody behind Lewis. Um, and NASCAR has somebody behind, you know, Jimmy Johnson that was that won a ton of championships. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because all of these goats that right now we we are watching in sports, they're getting close to being in retirement, man. It'll be interesting to see who steps up and sort of takes their uh, mantle as a current goat. Yeah, it's it's all in the eye of the beholder. I mean, right now, don't get me wrong, it's it's a pretty good life that we're living in terms of as sports figures, but I think it it changes by generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it'll be, it'll be interesting to see in 10 years if uh, we're still in the same, same little spot in, in sports. Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? Mm. Let's do it. All right. In softball last night, Harrison County beats Bowden nine to one. Um, That's tough. That's a tough loss for Bowden. Uh, Carrollton beats Alexander 13 to five and Mount Zion beats Armouchet. Four to three. Addison Corn led the team into victory in the circle. Chelsea Hawks had led offensively with two runs scored. Uh, Temple loses to Kusa six to two. Also volleyball last night. Uh, Carrollton was supposed to be at home. We do not have a score for that. So uh, on the Stuffit Games and Events calendar tonight, softball Central at Sonoraville five thirty. Hard County at Lamar County at five thirty. Bremen at Gordon Lee at five. Crawford County at Temple at 5.30 and Villarica at Lithia Springs at 5.55. had a really great interview with uh, Villarica's head coach, Cody Skinner, on the uh, pregame show on Friday. Man, I'm, I can see why Villarica has been so good for a while. He is somebody you can literally run through a wall for. Um, Carrollton, uh, in volleyball, Carrollton's at home versus Northside at 6.30. Central is at Noonan versus Noonan and Stars Mill at 5. Heard County at Callaway versus Callaway and uh, to be announced. Temple at Darlington versus Darlington at 5 p.m. tonight. And that's your Stumpet Games and Events calendar. Billy, need another cup of coffee this morning, man? Yeah, I do. That makes two of us. I didn't have a single cup this morning, so uh, yeah, I need a cup of coffee. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn of Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Yesterday, Billy, Pat McAfee announced that he will be joining ESPN's College Game Day permanently for this season. Let's freaking go. I'm so pumped about this, man. College Game Day is a, a tradition. You have to watch it on Saturdays. I mean, it's just part of what you have to do. And adding somebody as great as McAfee, man, I'm pumped about this. I I seriously cannot put into words how excited I am about this. I love College Game Day. We we honestly we said yesterday when we were complaining about ESPN that we still love to watch College Game Day. Yep. And this just bumps it up to another level because Pat is so charismatic and funny and energetic. He is going to bring something to College Game Day that I don't think it has ever had. Uh, so I'm, I am absolutely, it moves college game day from, I can't wait to watch it to, I can't miss it. You know, uh, I'll be recording it Saturday mornings when we have football games and we can't watch it and I'll I'll rewatch it. But 
anything Pat does seems to turn to gold recently. Um, and the dude seems like a very genuine, honest person. Uh, and he's, he's, he's just awesome. I love anything Pat does. Unfortunately, this will take his time away from WWE. So he will no longer be on SmackDown uh, during the college football season. But once the college football season wraps up, I believe he will be going back and announcing at SmackDown. So hate to see him leave WWE, but I am super excited to see him on college game day. Uh, the New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson likely out until week four. Joe Flacco to start the season opener versus his old team, the Baltimore Ravens. Billy, does this affect the Jets win total at all this year? Yeah. Honestly, like I, I have more faith in, in Joe Flacco than I do Zach Wilson. Um, now, it may not. Well, I'm, I'm not sure how it affects the because I don't know the first four weeks of the Jets, but. I mean, if if Flacco's in there over Zach Wilson, I would I would say that the win total should be bumped up. Honestly, Flacco a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yep. You know, I mean, uh, so week one they they're at home versus Baltimore. Week two they're at Cleveland without Deshaun. Week three they are home versus the Bengals, and week four they are at the Steelers. So I mean, never mind. Honest, honestly, <laughs> I mean. So, so home versus Baltimore, probably a loss, right? Week at, two, week two Cleveland. is a loss. That defense is still ridiculous. Probably. Uh, yep. Yep. Week three is the Bengals. Bengals. That's a yep. loss. Yep. And week four, I mean, because de- you still have the defense on, for the Jets. So the Jets are, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the only one I could see possibly getting close was week four versus the Steelers. Um, Mitchburg, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. only one I could see that they could possibly steal. So, congratulations on your one and three start, New York Jets. Uh, Atlanta United court, uh, center back Miles Robinson was arrested on a misdemeanor Saturday night in the battery for apparently stealing a ten dollar shot in what is honestly not even the weirdest story of the week that has come out of Atlanta United. But Dude, Atlanta United was, has had a horrible week. Dumpster horrible. fire dumpster fire dude not even to consider the portland 2-1 defeat on the weekend just the pr that's happened this week has looked terrible i mean miles robinson that whole thing was stupid dude getting arrested for stealing a shot like getting or, he was trying to he was trying to dine and dash like how freaking stupid do you have to be to dine you're a professional <laughs> you're a professional athlete how freaking stupid do you have to be to dine and dash? I don't understand this, like, at all. I don't understand why anybody would call the cops and be like, yeah, it's Miles Robinson. Shut the hell up and pay for it. It's He's he's a center back for the U.S. men's national team. Shut up. Don't get him in trouble. What the hell are you doing? But no, we wanted to call the cops and get him arrested. He had a bond of $100 or $150. So uh, I'm pretty sure he got out pretty quickly. Yeah, that whole that whole thing was a very odd situation. All the reports that came out and then Miles Robinson no no Miles Robinson um, accused the waiter of being racist so who knows what actually happened at that bar on Saturday night Atlanta United suspends Joseph Martinez for one week due to uh, actions detrimental to the team I posted this on Twitter I said well if if that's the case for suspending people for a week from Atlanta United we should we should suspend the entire roster 
uh, because all the play that they have been giving us on the field has been detrimental to the team. But uh, the report is that Joseph Martinez came into the locker room after the 2-1 defeat to Portland and flipped over the catering table they had set up in the locker room and rice and chicken went flying everywhere. Uh, And Pineda heard this and came into the locker room and Pineda and Joseph had to be physically restrained from each other and pulled apart because they were getting into a fight. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not a good situation in the locker room. It's not a good situation on the field either for Atlanta United. So they decided to spend suspend Joseph Martinez for a week. The only person who seems to give a rats, you know what about if this team wins or loses. So, so at this point, because of this particular action, one of the two has to be gone next year. Mm-hmm. It, I, say I, mean, of, I say get rid of them both, but that's just me. You know what I mean? Like one of the two has to be gone this year. And I'm not talking about Robinson here. I am talking strictly about Pineda and, uh, and Joseph. One of the two has to be gone because at, if you're Atlanta United, you can't have that toxicity in the in the locker room. I mean, the bad thing is is Joseph's been your your cheerleader, and the fact that he's going in there and showing how pissed off he is, flipping over the <clears throat> the table to, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I've, I correct me I if I'm wrong here, Billy. Here. Does does that like flipping over? a food table, a catering table and getting a getting in a shouting match like that doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me honestly. No, That's no, I, it like, doesn't. People are a uh, dude, you should see the comments on Reddit about this. It uh, it it blows my mind what these people are talking about like uh, some people even called it assault and I'm like what Bro, I'm like, have never you ever been, been in a locker, locker room? room? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm so flipped, glad you and I are on the same page here. Yeah, dude, he <laughs> flipped a table with food on it and got pissed off because we were losing. Uh, what? Would you not want that? People are like, yeah, he was mad, but he shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have taken out this way. Okay, oh, fair. God. Maybe not, but I flipped the table. Do you know how many water coolers I've had thrown at my head? Like, <laughs> that, yeah. dude, that's 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 sports. That's a locker room. I, yeah, I don't. When you, I, when you play a sport that's as passionate as, I mean, anything that you're professionally playing, obviously you're going to have the passion for. And when you play it that passionately, and you lose, and you lose a lot, and this is probably the most. I mean, this season has been probably ridiculously frustrating for Joseph the most because when Atlanta United was losing a couple of years ago, it was because Joseph was out, right? Now right. that he's in, it's like it's it's even more frustrating for him. So yeah, he's going to lose his ish, and the fact that he lost his ish and the coach got in his face and they had to be physically banned, like this whole thing has been it's stupid. Uh, it, for those of you that are keyboard warriors and said this is assault, get get the f out, man. Like seriously, I'm not dealing with that anymore. Yeah, so I, you know. Uh, uh, this this situation just sucks. The entire thing sucks. The play on the field sucks. This animosity within the team sucks. So we'll see where it goes from here. It will it'll it will probably not boil on the pitch. But uh, this is this is kind of all she wrote for the playoffs. And yeah, either Pineda or Joseph will be gone next season. Radio host Doug Gottlieb Billy admits that he made false claims on Freddie Freeman's contract talks with the Atlanta Braves. And if I remember correctly, you called this immediately. When Doug Gottlieb came out with this report, you said, "Look at the source. It's Doug yeah. Gottlieb. It's it's not it's not an MLB 
beat writer that, you know, we kind of hold in high regard. It's Doug Gottlieb. You called BS on this immediately when this came out originally back in back in the summer. So now, it, and I agree. I, I think I did call this and said, this is stupid because it's Gottlieb. However, Pamba, they, the way that he, his apology read, it almost was like, oh, I'm getting sued. I need to back this off and I will make this <laughs> statement and take a hit PR wise just to save my butt in terms of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, it, it almost makes him a little bit more believable now, in my opinion, just because of how he had to back off. But, I mean, that's just, it's stupid, man. Like, I, I, I how stupid do you have to be, A, to back off, back off your statement? Like, dig in, man. If you truly believe this, dig in. But it is what it is. I, I, I love as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh my God, Billy called this like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he said this exact same thing. Uh, and then today in 1973, the greatest baseball player to ever do it, Hank Aaron, sets the record for most home runs in one league with 709. Speaking of home runs, Billy, where's Pujols at now? Do you know? Uh, six, 696 or 697, <gasps> one of the two. Come on, Albert. Come on, get to 700 before the season's over. And 25 games. Let's hope you can get three more. That'd be awesome. I love that guy. You got anything else to add today, man? No, man. Let's get out of here and uh, look ahead to our Friday. Uh, we got NFL football first, and then we can have our Friday. NFL football starts tonight. It's back. It's back. It's back. Bills versus Rams tonight. Uh, and, yeah, high school starts tomorrow. God, love football season. Absolutely love it. For Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see y'all tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!